Hello, and welcome to the Small Business Tax Savings Podcast, powered by Jetro and Associates. Get ready for another action-packed episode from our team that will help you save time, taxes, and keep more money in your pocket. Hello, small business owners, and welcome back to another episode of the Small Business Tax Savings Podcast. My name is Mike Jezoshek. I'm a CPA and founder over at Jetro, which is a digital accounting firm servicing small business owners exclusively, helping them with accounting, bookkeeping, taxes, and payroll. Now, today I want to jump ahead a little bit. Now, I know it might feel like we just left tax season, but I want to talk about how things have will be changing for your 2019 tax return. So I'm going, to talk, I'm going to talk about six kind of main areas of where some changes might be happening here in 2019, just to give you some insight, because some of these changes are useful to know now, rather than during tax season when it's too late to act on some of the changes. So the first change in 2019, or the first item I want to talk about, is the solar credit. The solar credit is going to remain at 30% for 2019, but starting in 2020, the credit rate is going to drop down to 26%. So if you are planning to look into using the solar credit, you might want to jump on in it and do it here in 2019 rather than waiting in 2020 when the credit will be slightly lower. The next item is the plug-in electric vehicle credit. Now, the credit amounts have not changed, but the credit begins to phase out for each manufacturer after it produces the 200,000th car. So 200,000 and one, they start to phase out a little bit. So for example, a Tesla vehicle did qualify for the full credit in 2018. However, uh, Tesla has entered that phase out stage. And for 2019, the credit is only 3,750 for purchases that happened already this year. Then it drops to 1,875 for vehicles that were brought through the rest of 2019. And the credit is zero for post-2019 purchases. So if you're contemplating buying a plug-in vehicle, check the IRS website for the current credit by the manufacturer to make sure that you're getting that full credit or at least have an idea of what that credit might be. The third item, and this one is big, is that the penalty for not being insured is going to be removed. So the Affordable Care Act required individuals to have health insurance, and they imposed a penalty for those who didn't comply. However, that penalty will no longer apply in 2019 or the foreseeable future. Future. The next item is the standard deduction. The standard deduction is what is used by taxpayers who do not have enough uh, deductions to itemize. And for 2019, the standard deductions have increased. So for single, it's going to be 12200 That's up from 12000 in 2018. And those that are married filing jointly, it's going to be 24400 which is up from 24000 in 2018. Now, the next item is about retirement contributions, and all IRA and retirement contributions are subject to inflation adjustments, meaning the allowable amounts that you're allowed to contribute may be increased each year. So this gives you the opportunity to increase your retirement savings in 2019. And so I'm going to go through a few plans and how those changes occurred. Uh, for a SEP plan, the maximum amount for 2019 is 56000 That was up from 55000 last year. For the IRA, for both traditional and Roth IRAs, the maximum contribution has been increased to $6,000, which is up from $5,500 in 2018. For 401k plans, the maximum employee contribution has been increased to $19,000, which is up from $18,005 last year. And for simple plans, the maximum elective contribution is $13,000, which is up from $12,500 in 2018. 
Now, I also want to talk about the health savings account or an HSA. And although they were meant to be a way for individuals covered by a health high deductible plan to save money for future medical expenses, these plans can also be used as a supplemental retirement plan. So the contributions are deductible, earnings accumulate tax-free, and if distributions are used for qualified medical expenses, they are tax-free. However, when used as a supplemental retirement plan, the distributions would be taxable at that time. So the following contribution limits have been raised for 2019 as well. So for self-only coverage, it's $3,500, which is up from $3,450 last year. And for family coverage, it's $7,000, which is up from $6,900 last year. Now, finally, I want to talk about the federal tax brackets. The tax brackets were inflation adjusted by approximately 2% over the 2018 brackets, which means more of your income is taxed at a lower bracket in 2019 than it was in 2018. So, of course, this is this is good news as well. So, again, just want to kind of wrap our heads around these things. Again, we just finished taxes. I understand that. But these are some – there's some things here that are going to affect your 2019 um, – taxes and activity, and you might want to consider some of these ahead of time. So again, that solar credit, it's 30% in 2019, but it's going to be dropping down to 26% in 2020. So you might want to hop on any kind of projects there if you were thinking about it. The plug-in electric vehicle credit, the credit remains the same, but many of those manufacturers are, are starting to um, are starting to phase out. So you might want to look at the IRS website to see where they are there beforehand so you know what type of credit you're going to get from that. In 2019, there is no more penalty for not being insured, but with health insurance, um, the standard deduction for both single, married, filing jointly, and all standard deductions are going up slightly. Um, there are some increased retirement contribution amounts. So again, the SEP, the amount for 2019 is 56000 Traditional and Roth IRAs is 6000 um, 401k plans, employee contribution is 19000 in simple plans, the contribution is thirteen thousand. And again, with HSAs for self only for twenty nineteen, it's thirty five hundred. Family coverage at seven thousand. And finally, with our federal tax brackets, um, the inflation where they were adjusted by approximately two percent over the two thousand eighteen brackets. So again, your income is taxed at a lower bracket in twenty nineteen than it was in 2018. So keep some of these things in mind. If you have questions on this, ask your accountant, reach out to us. I, I just want to thank you again for tuning in to another episode. We're going to continue to do these and I really enjoy the feedback that we're receiving. If there's any topic that you want us to talk about, do not hesitate to reach out. We can make sure to put it on our schedule to, to get that information out to you. Also, be, remember to join our Facebook group. It's free. We share a ton of information. We answer your questions. You can look into Facebook. Just search um, uh, Small Business Tax Secrets within Facebook, and it'll be a group that pops up. Answer a couple questions, and we'll let you in. Um, again, you can also check out our website at taxsavingspodcast.com. Ton of resources on there. Uh, I want to thank you again for tuning in to this week's episode. Please leave a review for us on whatever platform you may listen to us on and share with other business owners. And thank you again for tuning in. I will see you next week. This has been another episode of the Small Business Tax Savings Podcast from the team at Jetro and Associates. If you have any questions, feel free to email them, tax at jetrotax.com. We have packages for small business owners starting at just $75 a month. If you enjoyed our podcast, please take the time out to give us a five-star review in iTunes or wherever you listen. This helps us to bring you useful tips to help you grow your small business. Thanks for listening and have a great day.